Praise the Lord. It's another beautiful day, amen, for us to come together and enjoy an episode of Kingdom Concepts with you. We invite you into the studio. Uh, me and my beautiful wife, Eliana, we just cherish every moment, amen, that we get to spend with you, our wonderful family and friends from around the United States and around the world. And our prayer is that the grace of God, the love of God, the mercy of God is just profusely abounding Amen. upon your life right now as we enter into summer. It's starting to heat up around here. Amen. And uh, we believe that God is doing something new. There's definitely right. a new season and you feel it in your spirit. You feel that something, something has shifted and and I believe God's getting ready to take the, the local church, amen, around the world public like never before. Amen. Amen. I'm excited about where we are today in this world and where we are going in our ministry and this church. And just God's doing great things. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, we've been talking about the cure for care. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are just weighed down with anxieties and a lot of people have been worried and uh, just been consumed, you, you can know. You see it on their face. You can oh. just see it all over them. You know? Yeah, it starts, it's it's behind, It's what's behind the mask, you know. That, <laughs> That's that, true. That folks are wearing, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think for us, it was like in high definition. We could see how much uh, people were anxious and scared and, and, and even depressed. Because when all of this pandemic first started, we were on a missions trip to Ireland. We were over there taking care of some ministry. And so they shut down the border. We barely made it home on the last flight out mm -hmm. of Ireland. And so when we got home, the CDC quarantined us for two weeks. And then our daughter came home from Australia. So it extended that quarantine for a few more days. And so it was like two and a half weeks before yeah. we stepped out of the house the first time. So, so many things had changed in those first two and a half weeks. And so it was an eye opener for us. Like when we went through town at, in the afternoon, you know, Mooney was empty. And when we went into the stores, there's just sparse groups of people. And you can just see that people were just fearful. Yes. You yes. know, it's like, you know, if you coughed, oh my gosh, man, people were like, ah, you know, you can see it in their eyes. You know, I can't see their face because of the mask, but, you know, you can see in their eyes that, man, people were just freaking out, you know? And I, and I think that, there's there's a lot of folks because if they're just been sitting at home watching the news, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're getting very anxious over these things, you know. Mm -hmm. And so Well, it, you it, you could um that was in March and you could see the you could see the relax more now because mm -hmm. now it's not like that so much. You could see the relax more now, but you can't um you can see the relax more. It's a little bit different. Like there's a lot more people everywhere, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff. But now you could see, uh, you still see the care, even though there's still people everywhere. Yeah, you see that people are consumed with it. And and so, you know, the, God doesn't want us to carry care. You know, like we were talking about in our last episode, you know, Jesus said in these last days, he says, man, you need to guard yourself, you know, against, yes. you know, taking on cares. You know, he says, take no thought. Yes. You know, for what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, you know. And I guess in, in modern day vernacular, it would be, hey, you know, don't be worrying about, you know, your 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 job, about your mortgage, your rent or things like that. God will take care of those things. Okay. It says if he can take care of the birds of the field, you know, God will take care of us. Mm -hmm. He knows how to take care of us. And anytime we assume the role of caring care, becoming a caretaker, mm -hmm. we put ourselves in a position to where we're limiting what can happen in our lives because we're taking away from Jesus mm -hmm. 
what he's anointed to do, and that is to take care of us. Mm -hmm. He says, your job is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He says, and everything you need, he says, I'll just, I'll, Everything you care about, I'll just, I'll take care of it for you. Yeah, well, when you look at the word caretaker, what is that? You know, when there's a caretaker at a, uh, a cemetery or a caretaker at a lawn or a park, whatever, they are assuming the responsibility to take care of a park, take mm-hmm. care of an area. That is their job. That's a caretaker. When you're a caretaker, when you're a CNA or something, you're taking care of a, an elderly person mm-hmm. or a, a child or a, uh, you know, um, a daycare, you know, you take on the responsibility of that child, of that um, grassy area or whatever yeah. area you're mm-hmm. taking, you're taking it. That's why it's a caretaker. Yeah. You know, we are not to be caretakers. We're not to be that. We're to allow God to take care of everything you know our word our speech our everything has a lot to do with where our trust is in god you know and i think um that there's even things that we say even throughout the day that we don't realize that Mm -hmm. we are speaking care upon ourselves and we really need to watch the words that come out of our mouth because it's a daily decision to wake up and allow god to be the caretaker of our life in every area. It, it is, you know. I want us to jump right in. So I pray that you have your Bible and a notepad, amen. And we're just gonna get right into this. I want you to turn over to Philippians chapter four, Philippians chapter four. And I want you to look at uh, verse six through verse nine with me. And I wanna read this out of the Amplified Translation, okay? Philippians chapter four, verse six through nine. You wanna le- read that, my love? Philippians chapter 4, 6 through 9. Yeah, in the Amplified Bible? Yes, I have it right here. So while she's turning there, we just read, you know, a little while ago, um, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. And one of the things that Jesus was driving home was he says, you know what? Uh, Don't don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. He says, don't be anxious, you know. To worry means to be fearful. And fear has no place in the life of a believer, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, fear that is tolerated will be faith that is contaminated. Mm -hmm. All right, fear tolerated is faith that's contaminated in your life. So refuse to fear, you know, uh, you know, by, uh, you know, through worrying about, you know, your health or worrying about your needs Mm -hmm. being met. God is more than able to take care of everything for you, amen. And he says, don't be anxious, you know. To be anxious means that you're you're uneasy. It means that you're, you're troubled and, you shouldn't be troubled. You shouldn't be uneasy about anything when you know that God's with you. That's right. Amen. And so, you know, having said that, I want us to, to hear what the Apostle Paul had to say to the church of Philippi uh, in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 9. And we're going to be reading this out of the Amplified. Okay. It says this. Do not fret or have anxiety, any anxiety, not just a little bit, but any anxiety mm-hmm. about anything. But in every circumstance and everything be prayer by prayer and petition, definite request. Uh, with thanksgiving, coming to uh, coming to make your wants known to God, and God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil, oh, I love this, that tranquil state of a soul, assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace, which transcends all all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 
for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh on, weigh and take account of these things. Fix your mind yes, on them. Yes, fix your mind on Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. I love that. Amen. I love what the, how that says that because, you know, if you practice what you have learned and received, this is verse 9 mm -hmm. again, practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and model your way of living on it, and the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. You know, it basically, practice what you preach. You know, not only practice what you preach, but what you heard. We can hear the word, and we can hear sermons, and we can hear the good things of God that comes in, out of everything. But if we are hearing those things, and we're putting those things inside of us, but then we're not walking in them. We're not walking in them. That peace will be far from us, and we can't do that. We have to make sure that those things that we've learned. Uh, you know, when when you um, a couple of days ago we were at our uh, my sister's house, and we were sitting there, and um, we were I'm I'm trying to take my um, a citizenship test, you know, because I'm I'm not an American citizen, and yet, yet and so we were they were um, throwing questions at me, and I have not. I have not studied those questions in years and years and years. And then we had, uh, in the room, we had people that, that they're still in school, mm -hmm. they're still going through this, or just got out of school. And I said, you should know these because you've been learning these things and you just learned these. I haven't practiced them mm -hmm. or learned them in years and years. Mm -hmm. And I did know more than them, some of them, but some of them <laughs> did know more than me. And so I'd make fun of them, you know, because some of them, they're American citizens, they should know these things. But... But if we practice, if I would have, when, when I um, uh, heard all these things in civics class, if I would have rehearsed them and practiced them every week or mm -hmm. once a month or any time I could, then you know what? I would have known these things. But yeah. I didn't because I, I wasn't practicing in them, in those, in those truths, you know. And so with the Word of God, there's things that we learn when we're hearing, um, you know, messages. We've, there's things that we've learned. We have to walk in them. We can't just hear the scripture that says, oh, God is peace, and then not walk in peace. We can't hear these scriptures that say God takes the care and then not walk in that care. We can't do that. We have to walk in what we know. And if we don't know, then we better get wisdom and get that knowing in our spirit. Yeah, because, you know, the, everything you need, God has. You know, he yes. is the prince of peace. And the Bible says God will not take his peace away from you. And the challenge that I see that people all around the world, the biggest challenge is that we have been, I mean, we often have been conditioned mm -hmm. to uh, to care. Yes. We've been con conditioned to care. And, and I pray that what I'm going to share right now will stick with you, uh, that it really just makes a mark inside you because if it does, it'll change the way that you talk. I can tell you that right now because, uh, again, we've been conditioned to to care, and uh, we we tell people things like, I mean, well, let me let me back it up a little bit. We just read this scripture in, in Philippians. Mm -hmm. I want you to look at verse six again. 
Look at this, Philippians chapter four. I want you to look at verse six again. And this is what it says. You know, this is just King James, plain and simple. He says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. There is nothing that God wants you to be careful about. Come on, let that sink in. See that, that right there, some of you are going, oh, it just, it, it's a hard pill to swallow right now because we've been conditioned to care. You think about it. He says, be careful for nothing. little things, for people you love, for things that are important to you. Uh, no, he says, be careful for nothing. That means nothing. Be careful for nothing. But look at the conditioning that we've had. What do we tell our children when they're leaving the house? Be careful. Be careful. What do you slow it down and think about what you're telling somebody? Be full of care. Oh. Be careful. Not a little bit of care, but I want you to be full of it. Careful. And then what else do we tell people? You know take what? Take care. Take care. When they're leaving, take care. Don't forget to take care with you. You know how you're going to pay your bills? <laughs> yeah. What you're going to eat? You're asking him to take yeah. care. But think about this. Take care. Be careful. Huh? Or if someone doesn't see, think that you're, you're caring a, a, you know, enough, they'll say, you don't care about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you need to be more careful. Yeah, you need to be more careful. Can you see this? Now you say, oh, pastor, you're just kind of like potato, potato. You're, you know, tomato, tomato. You're just kind of mincing words. No, listen. He said, be careful for, for nothing. nothing. And the challenge is, is that we have been full of care. I, I remember the first time that my, my oldest daughter, she was about 14 or 15. She was just at that age where, where you know, friends, she was going places with friends, you know, by herself, you know, or dropping her off mm -hmm. at the mall mm -hmm. by herself, you know, to be able to go walk around and go do that. When, when that, in it, when the Lord was revealing this to me about not saying those things, you know, mm -hmm. And um, actually, it was Kenneth Copeland that talked to him that I heard, and he was saying this. And I remember uh, the day she was leaving. She was going somewhere. And I said to her, I said, you be careful. And the minute that I said it, it was mm. like, all I could tell you, it was like glass coming out of my mouth. Like, yeah. that didn't set right with my mm -hmm. spirit. It was all mm -hmm. of a sudden, it became rhema to me. So I remember telling her, I was like, Lord, I said, but you need to give me something to say to her. You need to show me something to say to her that doesn't mean that, but I, I, something. And I just remember the next time she walked out of the, her house, I said, hey, I said, you have fun. Yeah. You have fun and you have a great time. Because her, me speaking, she's going to have fun and she's going to have a great mm -hmm. time. You know, when we say things like be careful and take care of, we're not saying, we, we don't, in our brains, don't think, we just don't want anything bad to happen to yeah. them, you know. Be safe yeah. is what we're telling them. Be safe. Be safe. Make choices, you yeah. know, those things. Go with the blessing. Yeah. Not take care. Yes. And so <laughs> that's what you would say, you know, be blessed. You would say be blessed. Be blessed. Be me, safe. I would say have fun, you know, have a great time. And so to me, I was removing that care from my speech, you know, and yeah. I began to move that remove that from my speech because your speech betrays you. It yeah. betrays the word and your speech has to line up with the word. Yeah. You get too many people get hung by the tongue. Yeah. You know, um, the Bible says I have believed, therefore I have spoken. And the thing is this, is that the devil is a legalist. You know, he, he's going to work with what, whatever we give him. The Bible says, don't give the devil an inch, you know, you know, don't give him a foothold, you know? And so it's important that we understand this because Think about this. What are words? Words are thoughts spoken. 
-hmm. What I'm speaking is what I'm thinking right now. So words are thought spoken. And so that's why the Lord was saying, take no thought, mm -hmm. take no thought saying. Come on, because what you think is what you're going to speak. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. The mouth speaks. And the power of life and death is in the tongue. tongue. Amen. So what you speak, you give life to or you give death to. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And the Bible says they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. That's right. That's right. And, and, and you, you think about this. You know, you wouldn't sit around cursing somebody. I curse you to hell, you know, mm -hmm. that you burn a thousand <laughs> flames, you know, and you're, you know, you wouldn't do that if you're, if you're a Jesus kind of Christian, you wouldn't. No, Let you me say, just say it that. nicely. You say things like, no, <laughs> well, may the, thieves, may, the, yeah. I was, uh, may the fleas of a thousand camels, camels infest your armpits. Your armpits. <laughs> no, we don't curse. We don't say those things. Because it's, it, because it's a foreign language. Yes. Just like lying. Lying should be foreign to That's a believer. Right. Lying is the language of the devil. And so mm, that's true. So when it's it comes devilry. so when it comes to stuff like this, you know, you have to take it for what it is. He says, be careful for nothing. Nothing. And so you have to, the way that you, you know, and Jesus said, you know, watch out because care is trying to prey on you. Especially in these last days, he says that care will choke out the word of God and cause it to be unfruitful. And so you have to make sure. The second part of that scripture. Yeah. Well, you have to be refuse to be fearful, mm -hmm. refuse to be fretful, Anxious. And, and, and refuse to have anxiety mm -hmm. because there's nothing godly about fear, anxiety, or being fretful. Mm -hmm. There's nothing yeah. godly about that. Yeah. I, I was talking to one of my nieces a couple of days ago. And she was talking about her job and, you know, just this the job that she's in with everything happening. And she said, yeah, she said, it's made me anxious. And the minute that she said it coming out of her mouth, she turned around, she grabbed me. She goes, I rebuke that. And she was like telling mm -hmm. me that she was going to rebuke what she had said. And mm -hmm. I, I, I had, it hadn't even registered to mm -hmm. me, my spirit, what she had said that she was anxious because, of course, I hear somebody say that I would turn around and say all the things that yeah. she spoke to herself. She caught herself speaking something that she does not live. Mm -hmm. And so the minute that she said it, she changed her speech. And yeah. I was like, good job. You know, I didn't have to give her a lecture. Yeah. It's like, good job. You know, but the second part of the scripture, it says this, it says, you should be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, if we are in prayer, we're giving it to God. If we're mm -hmm. in prayer, and, it, and the Amplified says, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. You know, if they, you are thankful, and, and, I, and I say this all the time, people that, if you know me, you, you, you know that I say this all the time. In everything, have thanks. Thank God for mm -hmm. everything. Wake up in the morning, and yeah. the first thing that you do in is everything. In, in everything. Not for everything. Not for, yeah. You know, <laughs> thank him and begin just to thank him. And, can, you know, can I tell you that the minute that I, if I have a, a um, if I'm upset about something or if I'm thinking about something, if I just turn what I'm feeling and I begin to thank God mm -hmm. and I begin to thank him and give him praise and thank him, you know, it changes my whole atmosphere. It changes everything that I'm thinking because now all of a sudden my focus is not on myself. My focus is on me giving thanks to God. Mm -hmm. And if I give thanks to God in everything, in everything, mm -hmm. the circumstances around me don't mean anything to mm -hmm. me, you know? And the thing is, this is again, is that, you know, we've been so conditioned to, to taking the care. We've been so conditioned to allowing that. 
And you never read about Jesus being anxious. Mm -mm. You never read about him being fretful. Mm -mm. And the challenge for us as people, listen, is that as you work on this, number one, you need to you need to pay attention to your speech. Mm -hmm. Come mm -hmm. on, think about it. When you don't, you're, you're going to be catching yourself when you tell someone, "Be careful." You're going to be like, "Oh no, no, don't be full of care," because that's what it means, be full of care. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so you're going to you know take care. You don't want people taking the care. Jesus said he'd take the care. I have one last scripture I want you guys to go with us to, and it's uh, over in um, Mark chapter four. Mark chapter four. And I just want to drive this point home to you um, before we close this episode. In Mark chapter 4, verse um, 35, Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Oh, let me get on the right page. <laughs> and I want you to read through verse uh, 41. Because one of the things that I see that happens a lot of times, you know, um, is that, you know, people try getting us into where they're at, into oh, yes. their fear, into their so care. True. So and, true. you know, the Bible tells us in Second um, Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, mm -hmm. God's not giving us a oh, spirit sorry. of fear. I know you were asking me something. <laughs> but power, love, love, and a sound mind. mind. He's not giving us a spirit of fear. We're not supposed to be anxious about anything. Mm -hmm. But look what happens right here in, in Mark chapter 4, beginning in verse 35. It says this. But without a parable, all right. The same day when the evening was come, Jesus said unto his disciples, let us pass over to the other side. Mm. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was into the ship. And there was also with them other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full of water. It says, and when he was in the, the hindered part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, Jesus was sleeping in the mm -hmm. midst of this storm. Mm -hmm. It says that they woke him up and said unto him, Master, carest thou not? Don't you care that we're going to perish? They said, don't you care, you know, that, that we're, we're going to die? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And it says, and he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Listen to me. You are going to have people that will sometimes try to get you involved with caring oh, yeah. too much about situations that only God can change. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get to break these things that we, we take upon ourselves. Don't allow someone to try putting you in a place to where they're trying to disturb your peace mm -hmm. by getting you to enter into a storm. That's right. Amen. I, I pray that this helps you today. I pray that this brings peace to you because that's where God wants you to live is in great peace. Amen. So praise God. If you like this, why don't you share it with somebody? Amen. Sharing is caring. And uh, we look forward to being with you guys again here on Kingdom Concepts. Be blessed.